There's a lot of passages in the Bible that we are aware of that we can quote, but we do not live. And, and let me tell you right now, when Christians don't live what they know, they fail. And then they turn around and say, I don't know why I go to church. I gave my kids in church. I, I, I listen. I, I, I know this. I know that. God never said it's about what you know. The Bible says it's about what you do, how you apply God's word to your life. Have you ever used the phrase, and I know you have, I feel like I'm being attacked by the devil? You know, a lot of people say, I feel like I've been such under attack this week. And, and you think, where does that terminology come from? The, the idea of being under attack. And so today I want to I preach on that subject of being under attack. <clears throat> In this passage, we have a lot of familiar verses that we're used to. Ephesians 6, even chapter 5, has a lot of passages that we almost like skim over. And we've heard it so many times, and that's, that's a danger for some people that kind of grew up in church. We hear stuff so much that it's almost lost its, its impact. We don't stop to think about it or apply it. Now, now don't turn that. Ephesians 5.25 says, Husband, love your wives, even as Christ so loved the church and gave it for And then there's a bunch of information that God gives us about husband and wives. Ephesians 6.1, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother. Verse 3, that it may be well with thee. Verse 4, Fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. Verse 5, servants, be obedient to them. Do you realize that the first, even chapter 5 and chapter 6, is all about relationships? And I'm telling you right now, some of you right now are in a bad mood because you got into a fight with somebody this morning. Or you're not concentrating on the message right now because right now you're thinking about something that you're frustrated over. And there's things that you're not doing for God, and there's things that God's holding you, or you're holding yourself back for, because you have a problem with either the servants obedient to your masters, just so you know, that's not talking about like we think of the slave or whatever, it's just somebody that has authority over you, a boss, a police officer, whatever it is. Children, parents, husbands, wives, relationships. Dealing with relationships. And then out of nowhere... God just changes his mind and says, you know what, I'm going to throw in something else for them to think about. Verse 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Not a coincidence. A lot of people today are having extreme problems at home, at work, with a neighbor, with a child, grandchild, whatever it is. And it has nothing to do with them. The Bible says right here, lists all these things, and he says, I'll tell you the, fat, the, the, the battle that you're in, it has nothing to do with flesh and blood. It has nothing to do with who you think it has to do. It has nothing to do with he's this and she's this or whatever you might be. The real battle is not with you who you think it's with, but it's against principalities. It's against powers that is greater than you are. It's against rulers of darkness because the Bible says there is a little g-o-d of this world. There is a God of this world. The Bible says that we war against spiritual wickedness in high places. But the reason why the Bible emphasizes that we wrestle not against flesh and blood because God's trying to get your attention to say, hey... You guys need to fight, quit fighting with one another because that bickering and whatever you have has nothing to do with what you think it does. You better open your spiritual eyes to see where the real battle lies. 
We have a lot of defeated Christians, defeated relationships, because they don't get this. A lot of families talking about divorce and this and that, and I can't do this, and I can't whatever, and they, they don't even realize. If we could pull back the curtains of the spiritual realm, you would be scared to death to go, wow, honey, I, I had no idea that the devil was using me. I, I had no idea that he was attacking in this way. I did not know that it was the devil and not that. Same thing with our kids and rebellion and disrespect and all these things that are going on around us. Let me say, it could even apply to issues of depression and things that all of a sudden you're just driving down the road and you're having a good time and you're listening to that song and you're praising God and out of nowhere you're just like grumbling. Man, I'm so tired of that. I know she's going to go home and she's going to be, I know how that is. Driving down the road and out of nowhere you're sitting there going, Oh, my, my wife took the kids to the doctor today. Oh, I'll bet we get a bill about that. Oh, I bet, I bet you they're going to hit us hard for that one. I don't know, and all of a sudden, you're grumbling the rest of the way home. You're, you're thinking about what God did at church or your class or whatever, and all, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, you're sitting there complaining because some guy cut you off, and I'm so tired. And isn't it funny how fast our minds can go in the opposite direction? Let me, let me tell you something. We don't wrestle. We're not fighting. We're not being attacked by the people around you. It's not with flesh and blood. I'm going to tell you, we see casualties and victims everywhere. Yeah, the Bible says, hey, Christians, you guys are more than conquerors through him. And you're thinking, how can we say that if I'm constantly under attack? And I'm telling you, I pray that today's message, that, that as we look into this, that you walk out with absolute application and you can say, I want to change this in my life. Let's look specifically at what the Bible says is coming after us. Jump forward to verse 16. And the Bible says, I'm going to lay it out. I'm going to tell you why you're driving down the road and out of nowhere you get that thought. I'm going to tell you how the devil works and why you're being attacked in this way. He said, above all, and he says about the, the, the whole armor of God, taking the shield of faith. Now listen to this. Wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Let's pray. Lord, as we get into this, I am praying, Lord, for wisdom, an application, and Lord, a change. Lord, it, it's, it just seems like sometimes we get nowhere in life. We fight, we fight, we fight, and we never win. We argue and argue, and we never win. But Lord, help us to realize we're fighting the wrong people. And we're arguing in the wrong direction. And Lord, we are failing because we are not looking to your word to understand. Help us, Lord, as we study. Lord, help us to understand that the word of God is powerful to change us. Pray this in your name. Amen. Here's two points this morning, and, and this is going to break it all down. Here's what the Bible shows us. Number one, if we're going to look at how Satan's attacking, the first thing I want to show you is Satan's darts. I know that's a cute little thing. That, oh, Satan's darts. I'm not using my terminology. I'm pulling it straight here because the Bible says God's saying, all right, guys, you're being attacked and you're being tore up. And I'm, I'm going to explain to you Satan's arsenal. And there's a lot of tricks in the wiles of the devil and traps and he's a roaring lion and all this. And he said, well, I'm going to lay one out. I want to show you guys something of why so many people are being attacked. 
Because he's got this arsenal, and the Bible is very descriptive of what he is saying. I looked up the word dart in, in the Greek, and it's talking about a missile, a spear, or an arrow, a dart. It is something that is airborne. It, it is something that flies at you. And, and we, there's a lot of things. That if you just stop and think about what does that mean, very descriptive. Let me, let me tell you guys about a, a dart or an arrow or a spear. Number one, they come at you unexpected. And I'm, not, I'm not just saying that this is Bible, God's illustration. And don't ever try to overanalyze something. God, everything that he puts in the word of God, he's given it to you and say, man, I want you guys to understand this. Are you guys ready to understand this? Can I teach you this to understand this? Can I put this on a teenage level so that we can understand this? And you guys not get upset at me? Okay, then I I, I brought toys. All right. Fiery darts of the wicked. Here's the thing. Have any of you ever played with one of these? If you haven't, you seriously should because this is so much fun. There's a good chance that you guys can put away your Bibles right now because if I get caught up playing with this, we might not have any more preaching for the rest of the day, okay? But there's something that the Bible says. We, me, me and the boys, we, we've had these. This is another set. We'll probably, when these break, we'll buy another set. This is a necessity for raising teenage boys and young boys, okay? Just for every Bible and all that. But yes, get one of these. It's awesome having a war with your children with these. But let, let me tell you something that I've learned about these. And with that, unlike most things, of you're standing in front of the enemy and you're boxing, okay? I know when I get hit, I know where I got hit because it's going to come from the guy that's standing in front of me swinging punches. <clears throat> For like five weeks, I did this big sermon series and we put the stage up and it's to talk about contending, that you earnestly contend for the faith and what that means and what that looks like. But that's not what we're talking about here. The Bible says... The fiery darts of the wicked. You know what that means? That you get hit out of nowhere. The Bible talks a lot about protecting our minds. You know, me me and Pastor Joe and Pastor Tyler were talking about this this morning. You realize that a lot of divorces, problems, bad attitudes, bitterness, aggravation, the way that you're going to act when you get to work, whether you're going to be witnessing or not, whatever, comes from what you are thinking about. It is a battle for the mind. You either look at your job as saying, thank God I have a job that's paying for my bills, or I hate this job and I wish I didn't have to be here today. And between those two attitudes determines how you respect your leaders, how you praise God, how you witness to others. Here we go again. Oh, here comes the boss. I bet you this is going to be more good. Out of nowhere it comes. Fighting with my boys. Yes, I fight with my boys. And I usually win. All right. Because I have a lot more muscle to pull this thing way back further than they do. We chase each other around with these things, and we have the best time. But you know what I realize? You get smacked upside down the head with one of these things and not even know where it came from. And that's the way the devil works. He loves to sit there, and you're, you're driving down the road, and, and out of nowhere, out of nowhere, boom, that thought comes into your mind. Guys, you could be driving down the road, and there will be that advertisement on a billboard. There will be that phone call, a text message that you don't even answer. You just see who it's from and go, oh, I know what they want. And the rest of the drive, you're just sitting there grumbling. Because that's the way that the devil works. He's after your mind and he hits you out of nowhere. 
And some of you are just sitting there going, oh, I guess I just had... No, the thing is, you've got to get over that because some of you live in a bad attitude all the time because you're not living according to what God said. God's warning you, hey, he's constantly going to be doing this. This is going to be your life all the time. What, you guys are just waiting for me to nail one of you, aren't you? Everybody's just like, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? If Pastor Dave was here, I would have already shot him. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just seeing who's, I'm telling you, the only reason why I haven't shot so far is because I'm waiting to see somebody fall asleep, all right? You fall asleep, I promise you're going to get pegged with this thing. And it's very cool when it shoots, makes this noise. You guys want me to shoot it? Can I shoot it? All right, who should I shoot? That way? No, that's, there's nobody that way. I'm not shooting at the cross. Timothy, I'm shooting at you. Oh. <laughs> Everybody be like, what did you guys do to church today? The pastor shooting people from the pulpit. He just, oh, that's just their pastor. That's something. But the thing is, they come at you out of nowhere. And the Bible, Jesus, our God was telling us, that's how he works. And sometimes you're walking around, you're so defeated. And the Bible tells us in Proverbs 4.23, guard, keep your heart with all diligence. Your heart is not your blood pumping vessel here. It is the process, your thinking, your attitude, your character. Guard your heart. For out of it are the issues of life. You know what that means? Out of it is how you're going to treat people. Out of it will be your passion for God and your witness for God. Let, let me show you the other thing. I've got two more bullets, so you guys better wake up. It requires aim. And I just thought about that. I mean, I don't, I don't put on, I, I don't walk around my house with uh, like blinders on and just hope I hit one of the boys as we're you know, playing our Nerf Wars. No, I, I don't do that. You know, you know what I do? I, I, I get down behind the bed, and I'll turn this thing sideways, and, and I'll, I'll be waiting for them to come around the corner, and I've got that thing aimed, and I'm, I'm ready. You know, the Bible says he's as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So everywhere you look, I bet, I, I'm guarantee you, he's watching. He's saying, wow, I don't know where that thought came from, and Satan set back and goes, I do waiting. I, I, I was waiting just until you got home for something to pop in your head so you'd walk through the door. Rah, 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 rah. And all of a sudden, your kids aren't excited about you coming home. Actually, they dread when you come home because you're always in a bad mood. Nobody at work is excited about being around you because the, the bitterness, the attitude, and this goes for church or anywhere else, when we sit there and we allow the devil to play in our heads bitterness, wrath, anger, jealousy, lust, whatever it is, it is a horrible thing. I'm, I'm going to show you here in a minute that how descriptive the Bible is. But let me tell you, those aren't random attacks. You were targeted, and the devil knows when to bring back into your mind and put before you and all those things. He knows. Fire darts are aimed at us. And let me show you this. They are meant to destroy to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. The word fiery means to kindle, to be ignited, to be inflamed. That thought that Satan sends your way is meant to do damage upon arrival. 
I'm, I'm not making this up. I'm not just trying to say, oh, I got an idea. I'll use the illustration of a dart. No, I'm, this isn't my illustration. This is God's. You see, what a fire does, just so you guys know, God's illustration, a fire, when it hits, is meant to ignite. Ignite lust. That thought is meant to ignite lust. It's meant to ignite anger, bitterness, frustration, aggravation, whatever it is. It's meant to do that. And what a fire does, it spreads. It spreads to your actions. It spreads to other people. You walk through the door and it spreads to your wife. It spreads to your kids. It spreads to other church members. It spreads when you go in there and God says, I, I assemble you guys together to praise the Lord. And you sit there grumbling. And it is spreading through the devil's attacks. And let me tell you what fire does when it is finished. It, 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 the, the objective of fire is to destroy. And that is definitely what the Satan is trying to do. And he is after so many people, and, and he is doing a good job. And if it is not quenched, that rebellious thought will lead towards children turning out bad. That lustful thought that you have about that person will lead to further actions. That attitude that you have about church or people or God or whatever it is, it will spread, it will do damage, it will destroy. So what do you do? I told you I want to make application. I don't want to just say this, but I want you to understand when these things happen, whatever pops in your brain, that battle for our mind, it's a real deal. And it's not flesh and blood. And all of a sudden you're sitting there, my wife, my husband, my dad, my, my boss. God's saying, whoa, stop. Read, 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 read. You're not battling. That didn't come from them. You are battling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and wickedness and all this other stuff it's all around you the god of this world the prince and power of the air so we go from satan's darts to the saint's defense above all listen up you better take the shield of faith wherewith you may be able to quench all the fiery darts of the way. The Bible talks about your defense, to quench. The, the word means to extinguish, to put out, to stop. Your faith is meant to make a change in the things that you are being attacked with. It is your ability to be able to change, stop, and put out what is happening in your life. So I'm here to tell you, if you are a Christian here today... The bad attitude, the thought life, the thought pattern, the bitterness, anger, everything coming out of you is a choice. It's a choice. It is a choice. Let me take on my jacket. I am hot. But let me say I'm cold. I'm cold. I'm tired of being cold. You know what? Every day I have to wake up and I have to be cold. I'm tired of being cold. It is unfair that I have to go through my life cold. It is unfair that I have to do that. It's unfair. I don't know why they're all warm and I can't be warm. I don't understand. And things. And you turn around and say, well, don't you have a jacket? I do, but it doesn't make me warm. It doesn't make me warm. I'm, I'm, I'm pretending to be a lot of Christians today. We grumble and fight and we don't understand why the things of this world. There's a verse in the Bible that says, put on the full armor of God. Put on the full armor of God. Well, I'm tired of being cold. You know what? I'd go to church. 
But I tell you, church doesn't do anything for me. I listen to that preacher and those messages, I'm not getting fed, I'm not getting anything out of there. I'll tell you what, I know what you're saying, Pastor Tony, but it does nothing for me. I'm just tired of being cold. Let me tell you, we're, we're so messed up. Wait a minute. I'm not cold anymore. You know what God was telling us? Everything that I wrote in my Bible will do nothing until you learn to put it in your life. We are so used to complaining and talking, and it's not this, it's not that. It's, it's I, I don't understand, and it's, it works for them, and it works for them. And I'm not, Jesus said, the Bible says, put on these things, which literally means you better make application. Live it, obey it, don't just know it. There are a lot of Christians that know these things. But it says right here, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to break this down, and we're, we're going to study this after I try to figure out why this is wrapped around my neck. <laughs> That's why I don't take off my jacket. <laughs> Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Lord, I want that. Lord, I, I, I want that because I am tired of being attacked by the devil. I'm tired of it. You know what we're doing right now? We're in church, and thank God you're here. And I, I want faith. Man, I want, I, I, I want this. If faith is my defense, and, and it's not just faith, I have faith. When God says, in what? What do you have faith in? I have faith that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Do you know how I know that? Because he told me that. Any of you reading the verse? Read the verse and then keep listening to me. You know, you know how I know that even though I'm going through a hard time and all right, I'm going I'm to have to pay that bill, or maybe my kids do go to the doctor. Maybe I'm going to get... Who in the world sends out medical bills? Because, I mean, they come from everybody. I mean, I'm waiting to get a bill from Uncle Bob. Who's Uncle Bob, and why am I paying him for a shot or whatever? They just they come from every lab and doctor and everybody that peeked their head in the door, like, write me down for five bucks. You know, just... It's just, it's just how medical bills... And you just... It, these things eat it, and you get frustrated, and, and all these things. But the, but the thing is... My God, read, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He, he said that my grace is sufficient for thee. And I could go on and on and on. Do you know how I know all this stuff? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now a lot of you are going to sit there and say, I know that, Pastor Tony. I know that God will always be with me. I know that he'll protect me. I know that he'll provide. I know all that. But none of that seems to help me in my life. I'm glad it works for you, but none of that works for me. That shield is not doing anything for me. Let me tell you some things about a shield. It does not work unless you hide behind it. My jacket's not going to make me warm unless I put it on. And just because you receive the word of God, if you're not learning to live it, you are being beat up by the devil, and you have an attitude that nobody wants to be around. And it is your choice. You're not being a witness. You're not having an impact. You're not making a difference. You're not doing anything because of the fact that you are constantly in the scope, and the devil just walks around with you just like this all day long. And you're like, oh, quit shooting at me. He's not going to stop. 
He's never going to stop. That's why the Bible says, dude, put on, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. And I think too often we say that as church and pastors and preachers and things like that of saying all these things of what the the Bible says. So I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you today, and I want you to turn in your Bibles to Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, and this is where we're going to close. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to make direct application to this and let you guys see what I'm talking about, what God says about spiritual warfare. We're going we're gonna to paint a scenario, and we're going to apply God's word and see what happens and see if we can't make this truly work the way that God promised. Where does faith coming from? The word of God. Faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. So this is what we're going to do. The Bible says be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. You're driving down the road. We've all been there. You all know what I'm talking about. Driving down the road, and you've, you've got thoughts in your mind. Boom. I'm, I'm mad about this, and, and this isn't going to work out, and, blah, 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 and your attitude's changing. And all of a sudden, you stop and think, wait a minute. I don't want to be like this. Just last night or last Sunday or whatever, I heard, but be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. So all of a sudden, you're boom, boom, boom. It's coming in from every angle. And you sit there and say, Lord, you're applying. Lord, I'm sorry for what I've been doing. Lord, I know that there's a lot of bills. And I know that I'm aggravated. Lord, I know that I'm sorry. But Lord, I cannot deal with this. And Lord, so right now, as I am praying, I am thanking you, God, for the blessings in my life, and I am asking you to help me and to change me and to be with me, and Lord, I, Lord, you are good. Why, man, alive. Man, this car that I'm driving, Lord, I didn't realize you look up in the rearview mirror, and you're looking back and saying, wow, I have some beautiful kids. And wow, I, I just, Lord, all of a sudden, the radio comes on, and it's like, how, how great is our God, and, da, 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 and all of a sudden, you say, what just happened? You did this to the darts that were coming in front of you. You said, prove it. Keep reading. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep. You know what that word keep means to guard? Your hearts and minds to Jesus Christ. Guys, we can talk all day long. You can sit and soak it up all day long. But when you start changing and applying and living and you start having the praise come out of your lips and you start rebuking it, the Bible says that the visual that God is giving you is the darts are coming, you're this way, and all of a sudden you're driving down the road like this. So many Christians walk around talking about how it doesn't work for them. And God looks down at you and says, really, when's the last time you prayed? When's the last time you thanked me for anything? And you wonder why? Because God says that is truth. And I tell you, if you don't believe in it, you're not going to do it. And it is a shield of faith. So, uh, wait a minute, I'm not getting it. Keep reading. Let me show you. You're negative. You struggle with being negative, and some people do. I'm going to be honest. There's there's probably some people right now that people do not like being around you. Now, they're not going to tell you that. But they don't like being around you. You know why? Because you are constantly negative. They know if I walk up to you, I'm going to get a negative comment about something. I'm struggling with whatever. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. Then out of nowhere, bam, you have that negative thought. And all of a sudden it spreads in your heart. 
How do you stop? Well, the word of God, Philippians 4, 8, read. Finally, my brother, whatsoever things are true. True. Wait a minute. Man, the truth is, I am blessed. Truth is, I am a child of God. Here's the truth. You start naming what is truth. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. All of a sudden, it's going to make you change your radio station. Some of you need to go out today and change your radio station today. You can't bring junk into your head and think that joy will come out. You can't sit there and listen to somebody curse God and curse people and and, and put down women and put down this and put down that. And all of a sudden you're going to have the joy of the Lord. He said, my brother, whatsoever, think on these things. Whatsoever things are just, which are right. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are a good report. There's going to be an virtue. If there's going to be an praise, you better think on these things. You know what think on these things means? Put them in your head. Here's the promise from God. And those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me. What's the word? That was pathetic. What's the word? Do it. Put it on. Stand behind it. Apply it. Live it. Do these things. You know why a lot of people have such negative minds and negative thoughts and no joy? And, and there, there's, when there's no joy, there's no witness. There's nothing attractive about you as a Christian because you've not learned to think on these things. And God made the list, not us. And the peace of God shall be with you. You know what the peace of God is? That is all of a sudden when you're upset and everything, you're trying to, you're aggravated. You're driving down that road. God just sits down and does one of these things with you. And says, dude... It's going to be okay. Am I making you uncomfortable? A little bit, that's all right. Say, so explain that. I, I can't. I can't. I'm going to get home and the problem's not going to be fixed, but you're going to say, I'm going to feel like I can't explain it because the Bible says his peace goes beyond understanding. Amen. I can't explain it. But I sure can do this. I sure can say, God... I don't understand it, but I'm going to apply it by faith, and I'm just going to stand behind your promises and do them. And until we learn to live out and apply and live by God's words, you may as well just sit there and say, I'm being attacked, and say, well, just enjoy it because it's never going to change. It will never change until you learn to apply what God has said. Let's finish verse 16, leader, one more time. Above all, taking the shield of faith, whereby ye shall be able to quench, what's the word? All the fiery darts of the wicked. Now, I take God's word to be true. And when God says, you know all that stuff flying through your brain? Attitudes, lust, anger, bitterness, blah, 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 whatever it is. God says, I'll help you. Learn how to change that. And the word quench means to extinguish, to stop. God's saying this, I can help you stop be negative. I can stop the anger. I can help stop the bitterness. I can stop those if you learn to obey what I have said.